Hi, everyone. Please consider leaving us a review where you listen to the podcast and also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. We would also love for you to consider joining the She Speaks community. It's free to join, and you'll get the chance to have first access to surveys, giveaways, product reviews, sampling opportunities, and great content like this podcast. Visit SheSpeaks.com to join and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at She Speaks Up. Welcome back. Hope you're all having a great week so far. So this is it. This is number 100, episode 100. And I could not be more excited to share a conversation today with you. Uh, we launched the She Speaks podcast back in 2020, really um, because we heard from our community members, our She Speaks community members, that they were feeling isolated um, and alone and that they wanted a space where they could feel seen and heard and inspired. So the She Speaks podcast really came out of our desire to help fill that need and to hand our mic the microphone, so to speak, over to inspiring women everywhere so that they could feel and be heard, which is our tagline, our She Speaks tagline. So you all have um, been on this journey with us, and we are so grateful for that. We, um, over the last two years, have had conversations with women from all walks of life who shared their stories, advice, and insights about navigating their careers, uh, balancing life, and achieving all different kinds of goals that they set out for themselves. They also talked about the stumbling blocks along the way and how they failed along the way um, and how they were able to move forward from failure. So to celebrate our 100th episode, I actually had a chance to talk to the amazing She Speaks team, our team members who help make what we do every day happen. They are so talented. They are so passionate. They are so smart. I am so grateful to them for being here on this journey with me every day and for helping to make the podcast possible. So what we talk about is everyone kind of shares a little bit of insight about who their favorite guest was on the show, their favorite episode, um, and what they are looking for in the future. We also want to hear from you about what you want to hear from us and who you want to hear in the future. So please feel free to DM us um, on Instagram um, or you can email us if you want to DM us on Instagram. We are at She Speaks Up on Instagram. You can also email us at uh, info at shespeaks.com and just tell us who you want to hear from. And even if that is you, we want to hear um, who you're suggesting because we are always looking for a wonderful woman to spotlight on the show. So happy 100 to you, our amazing community, and here's to 100 more. So with that, I'm going to jump right into it. Here we go. All right. Well, She Speaks team, thank you for joining me for the 100th episode to share all of your great insights. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Aliza. <laughs> thank you for being here, Claire. I appreciate you. <laughs> well, we are going to cover just a few questions. Um, and I wanted to get your perspective on a few different things. All of you are the ones who make the magic happen um, day to day. And uh, one of those things is the opportunity for us to do this podcast. So 
the podcast, as I, as I know all of you know, it's an extension of our mission at She Speaks, which is to build this stage for women and hand women the microphone and have their voices amplified. So I'm, I'm curious if you can weigh in on what do you think about our mission? What about that is important to you? Why do you think it's important for us to be building the stage for women and the podcast be a part of that? I'll go first. So um, I work behind the scenes on the podcast. So normally you don't hear my voice. And I also run programs as a program manager that we do kind of day to day. And I think I think what's really cool about, you know, our mission and what we do with the podcast is that, you know, aside from running our influencer marketing programs and, and media programs and, and everything we do day to day, I think it's really awesome that we're able to actually do something and give back to the community that we do have and, you know, lend that microphone to women who have a story to tell. Um, and, you know, really, you know, we, we don't just say this is our mission. We're actually doing something that contributes to that mission and, you know, gets women's voices out there in, in multiple ways through our influencer marketing, through our community um, and the podcast. And, you know, I know we have powerhouse women on LinkedIn I just think it's really great to be part, you know, of a company that really strives every day to fulfill that mission in so many different ways. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate that. And I think if you also think about when we started this podcast, it was in the heart of of the pandemic. Uh, it was like late 2020, I think, when we started the podcast. Mm -hmm. And it was very much driven by what we were hearing from our community, our She Speaks community, which is that women were feeling very scared and very stuck. And we wanted to provide some additional inspiration. And when we thought about it, we all thought, well, we kind of, we get inspired by hearing what our influencers and our community members, what they have to say, what's going on with them and hearing their stories. We find those, like that to be really inspiring. So that's really where this was born from. But then it became something that we, we, you know, we saw, we saw momentum with it. So it felt like, well, people are responding positively to this and people want to be on the show and people want to listen to the show. So let's just keep going. So I love that it came out of our desire to um, fill a need for a community that we saw um, in, in the end of 2020 during COVID, but that it's been able to kind of continue to be a source of, of inspiration for people. Other thoughts about the mission? Madison. Yeah. Um, you know, I, one of the very first things I worked on at She Speaks when I was an intern um, is the podcast. So it's crazy to see that we have so many episodes now because I kind of started with She Speaks right when the podcast launched. Um, so this is awesome to be part of the 100th episode. Um, I work on our business development team now, but I've kind of been um, in a lot of different roles that she speaks. But I think that um, something that I love about the podcast is that in our community, we emphasize that anybody can join. You know, she speaks is an open community. And I love that that's reflected on our podcast because we have had women from all walks of life. I mean, we've had singers, celebrities, entrepreneurs, doctors, like influencers. We've had all types of women um, as guests on the show. So I love that, you know, it's not been limited to one type of person. Yeah, I love that, too. I love that we have so many different stories that we've we've been able to share uh, because inspiration can come from people who, 
you didn't think you had anything in common with, but then you learn through listening to their stories that you have so much exactly. in common with them. That's one of the most like that, that part of, of, of this whole thing, I think is, is one of the um, most gratifying part elements. I think in a, in the world that we live in today, where there, I think there is so much division in terms of like people thinking that we're divided. Uh, I think it's, it's so nice that when you actually talk to people and that we get to do that in the show every week, that you you realize that, wait a second, I may not have thought I had anything in common with this person, but I totally relate to what they're saying. And I, I, I don't know, that's been so incredibly eye-opening for me too. So I, I'm so glad that you that you brought that that point up. So in terms of like other, did, does anyone else want to weigh in on this question about, you know, how the mission of the show or how our mission of She Speaks is related to what we do with the podcast? I think the only thing that I would add is, you know, that it's, it's just an echo of our tagline is be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's like you said, it's, it's our mission and it's just another extension of that. We want women's voices to be heard. and. That's what this does. Yeah, I love that. Yes, that is our, and we came up with that tagline right before we started the show. It was just kind of, you know, ended up being something that, that worked really well. Yeah. Taylor, did you want to say something too? Yeah. Um, I think coming into She Speaks so young, you know, I'm only 22, but at the time I was 21. I didn't even, I hadn't even graduated college yet. So I was really coming into this new space and I actually met Madison over Zoom in a class for it, <laughs> for learning about the internship. And I just remember hearing about She Speaks and like immediately like being like, I have to message Madison right now because I need this in my life. And so the podcast is just such a great extension of all of the great work that we get to do together. And it's been really great to, you know, work on the program side of things and work with influencers as well that really want to make a change and have such great backgrounds and run amazing businesses. And the fact that we get to highlight that is so incredible and really just let women be heard for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. And that is like, that is also one of the the great things too, is that you, by having this opportunity, I think it does speak to, to people and it's, uh, it's spoken to people like you who have actually joined our team, who've interned for us first and then joined our team as a full-time person, as well as our community members and our guests. So I love that. Anyone want to talk about an episode that they really liked in particular? Just I know there you must love every episode, but is there one that you want to give a shout out to and why you loved it? Emily. I'll go first. I work on the client side of the She Speaks business. So I'm working with brands and influencers to execute campaigns. So of course, some of my favorite episodes are some that we've worked on with influencers and content and at the same time, but the podcast has tied in to the overall campaigns we've run. But I have to say, I've loved two of our episodes with Eve Rodsky, who I'm a huge fan of. People would always ask me, you know, what was my, what would be my wish for systemic change in this country? And I'd always say, you know, it starts with the invisible becoming visible. I wish there was a way for society to see in a real palpable way, um, all the invisible work that women do. And so (laughs) 
in a lot of uh, ways, you know, my wish came true in a, in a horrific uh, pandemic. The invisible has never been more visible. Everything you um, that may have been more behind the scenes where people and employers and government were more reticent to talk about the importance of support and a social safety net in the home. Uh, now I don't think we actually have any choice. I think it's uh, become an economic issue. It's become an emergency. Please go look up her episodes if you haven't played them, but she's the author of Fair Play, which is a revolutionary book about dividing household chores more equally between men and women. And I think so much of what she said can resonate with women and men. And I loved her conversation with Aliza. I think bringing some of her messages out to the community has has made such an impact on myself. And um, I've talked about it with friends and so I think those that we have two episodes with Eve and and so having her, I think be our first repeat guest to the podcast was really wonderful. So I would say those for sure. And I think the beauty of the podcast is really looking at some of these themes that affect so many people in so many different ways and and the relationship to our own lives that you can kind of take from from hearing about these larger topics that are affecting women and men. And and I think as the podcast grows and as we're sharing women's voices with more and more people, I think, you know, it's really a good time for men to listen to these voices and, and be part of, of hearing and listening. Because I think that we're sharing a lot of really fantastic wisdom through through the guests that we're highlighting here. So that's that's my other point to, to make here that it's, it's for women, but it's 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 for men too. I, I agree with you. And I, I love too the those episodes with Eve and what she talks about and how she came to this realization just in her own life that that something needed to change as it related to, you know, how things were getting done. Um, and the toll, like the other thing that I think that Eve talks about, which I'm hoping will will gain momentum, is that there's also a very physical health toll that um, all of that burden take, you know, the burden of doing more of the household chores, doing more of the mental, the mental load and the physical load of the distribution of, of work with men and women in the home um, and how that has, they are tracking, even and her team are tracking that there are some pretty significant health issues for women that emerge from over time, the fact that they take on that burden. So um, I am, I'm hopeful that Eve's message will continue to build um, and, and people will hear a lot more about that and hopefully it'll be a spark for change. Other thoughts on, on episodes that you all loved? I'm Missy <laughs> and I work on the business development team in Arkansas and I'm a Razorback fan. Yeah, so one of mine is Jordan Weber, who actually mm. is a gymnastics coach at the University of Arkansas, where I live. So Jordan <laughs> is an Olympic athlete, which Aliza is a huge gymnast fan, <laughs> gymnastics fan, I guess. Uh, um, yes, I am. And the reality is life never goes the way you plan. Yeah. You know, there's always, you're going to have goals, you're going to have things you set out to do. And 
Um, a lot of the times that it's not going to work out. It's not going to go exactly as you planned. Most of the time it doesn't go exactly as you planned. But I think the important thing is, is what happens when it doesn't? How do we come back from that? How do we reframe things mentally? And how do we pick ourselves back up emotionally um, and mentally? And uh, Jordan um, has been through a lot as she talks about her her history with the U.S. gymnast. Uh, she talks about how that, you know, has affected her career. But Jordan also talks about the impact that the gymnasts have on her and her outlook on on life and mm -hmm. and how they impact um, really everything that that she's been through and and um, what she's going through today. Um, and, um, just, I mean, she has a, a great outlook and loves Arkansas. So, you know, mm -hmm. how can I not love Jordan? Um, she's also one of our influencers. She does some great mm -hmm. work for us and has a great disposition. So that's one of my, my favorites as well. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Jordan's episode to Missy, because one of the things that she talks about, in addition to just being this incredibly accomplished gymnast which is an extraordinarily competitive sport, um, you know, going to the Olympics, being part of the Fab Five, I believe they're called. Um, so in, in addition to all of that, she was one of the people who really um, helped um, in terms of the community of victims of the U.S. gymnastics doctor, uh, the U.S. gymnastics team doctor, Nasser, who was, of course, um, now and he's, I believe he's already serving his many, many year prison term. But Jordan was one of the voices. And to just be able at, at such a young age to speak up about something that was um, such a difficult thing to go through. But to, but as she said, when she talked to us on the podcast, that she found so much comfort in the community of other victims, uh, you know, coming together with all those other women. Mm -hmm. And I, that really touched me too, because I thought this is exactly what we so, so much believe in the power of women coming together mm -hmm. um, and what that, and how, in, it, how healing that can be and how empowering that can be. So I love, I really appreciated that she was willing to talk about that experience and the experience of uh, really coming together with, uh, with that community of victims um, for strength and inspiration. Any, any, I think Taylor, did you have something that you wanted to say about an episode? Yeah. Um, recently there was one with Dr. Akua. Awareness is number one in anything that I do with anyone. How do we become aware of the being that you are and what it requires to live and thrive? Talking about, you know, mental health and a lot of things with dealing with grief. And I actually sat in for part of that. And it was really, really nice to you know, listen in to what she had to say. And I will admit, I did cry. <laughs> I, you know, it was almost like this healing moment where I was, I just felt really in tune with the episode. And I was recognizing like, She's talking about the different stages of grief and how certain things don't go away um, no mm. matter the time. And it was just like this self-reflection moment where I was like, wow, I am maybe not dealing with my mental health in the best way and I'm not dealing with grief in the best way. And it was, it was really nice to hear somebody that's a professional speak about how this is something that women across the board are experiencing and not mm. only women, but men as well. And of all different ages, no matter where you are, especially after COVID with everybody struggling so much and different types of losses with different types of grief. And 
it really was like a healing moment. And one of those things that just made me so happy that we could have somebody that incredible on the podcast to really speak about such deep things um, and be really vulnerable about that. I mean, I I love that you brought that up. And I think we've had some amazing uh, women on the show talking about that topic. I know we talked about grief with 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 that guest. And we also talked about grief with um, Marissa Renee Lee. And she has a book she just wrote about grief. And I also, while talking with her during that episode, I found myself crying because there was this realization that I had she she brought up the point that grief is just this ongoing thing and that we beat ourselves up for feeling grief over time like oh i should be over this already why am i not over this but when she brought up that grief is actually a way of honoring the person that you over time that you are grieving that that actually is an honor to that person i i mean that got me so like right in my heart because uh, it was, it really hit home with me. And I cannot tell you, sometimes it is so hard for me to not be like, you know, bawling during the episode. So um, I completely relate to that idea of when well, you're just talking with somebody and in that instance, you were, you know, you were helping produce that episode and you just get so hit mm-hmm. by something someone's saying to you because you connect with it and, mm-hmm. and in some way. Right. Um, So I love that you brought that up. I even remember I messaged you about that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this episode, like, I I think I thanked you because I was like, this is so instrumental for my life. So I can't imagine how that's going to be for so many other women. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, our goal is that, you know, to, to try to have the episode connect with even just one person who's listening. So we love when it, you know, when we're able to cover something that that does resonate with so many people. So thank you for for sharing that. Other episodes that anyone wants to bring up? Yeah, Madison. I'm gonna take it back to um, two episodes that came out um, in early 2021 that I helped produce. Um, the first one was with Natalie Kogan um, mm-hmm. about like the practice of being happy. With the Awesome Human Project, I want to start below the line because so many people are below that line. They are struggling. They are stuck. And I wanted to go there I because that's where I started. And so the book begins almost in a place before Happier Now. Um, and uh, I'm very grateful to all the readers who emailed me to tell me that happiness was out of reach because it gave me an opportunity to have my own courage to face my own struggle stories and to say, wait, hold on. I have to go back more. I have to go yes. to struggle. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it's not just a feeling that you achieve. It's something that you work towards. It's like a muscle mm-hmm. that you um, flex, that you exercise. Um, so her message about like gratitude and boosting your well-being through gratitude was mm-hmm. just, it was totally mind-blowing for me because I just had never thought about happiness that way. It just felt like a fleeting emotion that you have sometimes and you don't have other times. And then um, that's a great episode. And if you haven't listened to that one, you really need Mm -hmm. to. The second one that kind of goes along with it um, was a couple months later. We had Christina Ray from America's Got Talent. Her episode was called Finding Happiness Every Day, which is why those two like kind of go together for me. Um, That was such a powerful story of resilience. Mm -hmm. I haven't watched. I hadn't watched her season of America's Got Talent, but I'm familiar with the show. 
And I think that it's easy to feel like someone who had so much success on the show has just always had a successful life or like mm -hmm. will easily have success after that. Mm -hmm. um, but she told her story of homelessness um, with her young son mm -hmm. and was just so real and honest about the struggles that she faced before the show, on the show, after the show. Um, this is someone who really, it seems like had no one in her corner for some period of time and yet was able to practice happiness every single day. Like it was so inspiring to me. That was another episode where like, I was glad my microphone was off because I was shedding a tear um, while we were recording that. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought up also Natalie, I think our second repeat guest, I think Natalie and Eve are the only two we've had on twice. Thanks and so. Natalie. Yeah, when she launched her newest book, which is The Awesome Human Project, she's got Happier Now and then The Awesome Human Project are her two books that we've had her on talking about. And I totally agree with you. My conversation with Natalie when we talked about happiness absolutely shifted the way that I think about happiness. And the point you made about she talks about it like it's a muscle. And she's studied this. She studied the brain in a way that you know, probably a lot of us have not. And one of the things that she learned in her research is that you can absolutely feed your brain things that will rewire it for happiness. And if you focus and you do some of the things that she talked about, like, like the gratitude practice, right? Thinking about, you know, three things every day and be specific about what they are, because our brains don't like ambiguous things. We like specific things. That's why we remember stories because they're specific, right? So she talked about thinking every day about three things that you're grateful for and doing it in the morning, apparently, is a great way to set the day up for that to be how you like move through the day. I mean, that resonated so much with me too, because I did not, I mean, everyone says, oh, I want to be happy, but what does that even mean? Right. And I really was grateful for that conversation because it, um, it was, it was very much in, an impact for me on how I think about happiness and, um, and how to build it over time. And even when you're not necessarily feeling like, oh, today's a happy day. Well, you can actually shift that in your mind. You can shift right. how you think about the day, which I didn't know you could do. I was just like, oh, you wake up and you're like, I'm in a bad mood. It's a bad day. Well, right. no, it doesn't have to be that. Way. Almost like happiness is something that happens to you yes. instead of something that you like bring from within. Oh my God. I love, love that you said that. Yes. It's in your, it's like, it's in your control a bit and that you can actually tease it out in a way that you know, maybe I, I just had not thought about that. Before. Yeah. Oh, I love those episodes. All these episodes we're talking about. <laughs> Any other ideas on the episodes or should we move on to our last question? Oh yeah. Zoe. I actually am going to talk about the previous episode, episode 99 <laughs> with Gigi. And I think a lot of people have deemed Gen Z first and foremost as like the snowflake generation, the generation that's super sensitive. I don't know if you've heard that before, mm -hmm. but in my opinion, that is just coming from older people who don't want to see life in a fresh new way. They're not willing to adapt. They're not interested in adapting. They want to stick to, again, like think of COVID. They want to stick to the nine to five. Gen Z's like, F you, we want to travel, right? Mm -hmm. We can work remotely. We can do this literally anywhere. We can work mm -hmm. from our phones. We don't need you, corporate America. I have a lot of experience work working behind the scenes on social media. Um, 
my past jobs before I came to She Speaks was being a social media manager, um, working with influencers at She Speaks, obviously working in social media a lot. And I'm one of those people on the cusp of millennial Gen Z. So Mm -hmm. I grew up with internet as well. So hearing her discuss her experience in being brought up with the internet and the effect that had on her and the effect it has on Gen Z and millennials is really interesting, especially concerning mental health, body image and chronic illness, because I feel like it wasn't that long ago where people were afraid to discuss mental health and chronic illness online. And so it could feel very isolating. And social media, while it does have its downsides, as everything does, I think that there is something to be said about how people have been finding community online with people experiencing the same issues, you know, that other people have, especially with, you know, body image and chronic illness specifically, just because traditional media showcases a certain body type. It's nice to see influencers come up through the woodworks and show people that it's okay that you don't have to look a certain way. And it's okay if you're not happy all the time. And it's okay to feel this full range of emotion. And so I think that Gigi's take on all of this and what she's doing on her platforms is really awesome. Yeah, I, I'm glad you brought up that episode because I have my daughters are Gen Z and I see what that is like for them to grow, have be growing up with social media I, uh, and the impact because, you know, for, to, to a certain degree, it can be, and we've talked about this on the show, we had Dr. Lisa Demoron, where she's written a couple of bestselling books about the impact of social media on uh, teenagers and adolescent girls in particular. Uh, but hearing from Gigi, who is a Gen Z, uh, a Gen Zer, and and her approach as a Gen Zer who grew up with social media, feeling like oh, there's this perfect picture, everyone, you know, and and there's you know, I have to be a certain way. For her to be on the forefront of as one of the people now who is pushing against that and pushing against this, those the stereotypes of you have to be a certain size. I mean, she was, she just um, was in the swimsuit, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit um, issue, right? And uh, just being um, comfortable with who you are and the fact that it's a Gen Zer like Gigi that is really pushing against that and kind of saying, look, we've grown up with social media and that those images that you've showed us of, of the picture perfect person and life, that's not reality. And I'm going to be a part of the change to show people that that is not how it has to be or how, or how we have to live. So I, I'm, I'm so glad you, you brought that episode up. I like that one too. All right. We will move on to our last question, which is who would your dream guest be for our show? I have one guest that I, I have, I've heard her on other podcasts, but I love her writing. Um, and that's Anne Helen Peterson. And she has done a lot of deep diving into women and caregivers post pandemic. Um, I subscribe to her newsletter. Um, and I think that's a topic that is going to resonate for longer than we think longer than we may believe. And She's done a lot about work and burnout, and um, she's had some just some great work come out. So I, I would love to talk and hear more from her. 
Awesome. Yeah, well, and it's a hot topic. It's a very hot topic. Other thoughts on dream guests that you would love for us to have on the show? Um, so one one of these people that I've been thinking about is actually Ariana Davis. And um, we've previously worked with her in the past. So it's been really great to kind of see that influencer side of things. But her story is incredible. If you don't know, um, she was seen on Lizzo's TV show on Amazon. And she was just really incredible. She's, you know, breaking that status quo and changing the game up whenever it comes to plus size influencers and dancers. Um, it was such such a fun show to watch in the first place. And then to work with her was great. But the messages that she puts across are, are very similar to somebody like Lizzo, which would also be another great person <laughs> on the podcast, of course. But just the body positivity conversations would just be incredible people to really hear about um, firsthand. And they recently won Emmy Awards. And so they're super excited and really on this great high. And I think that Ariana is just so bright and bubbly and would really have some great conversations. These are, these are, I'm writing these all down. Because <laughs> we're going to, we'll do some follow up and see who, like, see what, uh, what we can get from this list we're coming up with. Other thoughts? I have one if you guys want to take a, to min, uh, a minute to think, but just uh, because it's so timely, it's on my mind. I don't know if you all saw that Katie Couric announced that she is now dealing with breast cancer. Just uh, I think she just announced that today. And she's encouraging women uh, to make sure that they get their mammograms. But it also reminded me about how she was one of the first people to talk about colon cancer when her husband. Uh, her first husband uh, died of colon cancer years ago. And I remember that she was, I believe she was um, one of the, the anchors on the Today Show. And she actually allowed cameras to follow her in for her colonoscopy. And it was something that there was a lot of fear around. People were fearful of getting a colonoscopy this was years ago. And she wanted to help people feel more comfortable with it, especially since she was very personally touched by someone in her life who had colon cancer, fortunately didn't survive. And she took that as part of her mission to educate people. And now that she has this diagnosis of breast cancer, she's taking a very similar approach, which is I'm going to use my, you know, my a difficult diagnosis to see what I can do to educate other women so that they do not have to be in the same situation. So uh, that, that, um, that spirit of, uh, you know, um, just generosity uh, is something that touches me so much in people who I come across. And I feel like she would be a phenomenal guest. So Katie Couric would be one of the people I would want to have on our show. Yeah. Go ahead, Zoe. Someone that I have followed for a few years on social media, um, her name is Whitney Simmons, and she is a fitness influencer. Um, she has recently released her own fitness and wellness app, and she her tagline that she says all the time is, it's a beautiful day to be alive. And she has recently come out and discussed her struggle with um, suicidal ideation and her struggles with mental health, even though as similar to kind of what I was talking about with Gigi Robinson, you know, like online, you see these people and they look like they have these perfect lives. And as an influencer of that size who has a ton of followers across multiple platforms, 
the pressure to be perfect, especially as a fitness influencer, I cannot even imagine. And I think that her story, her reasoning since day one to start working out and being becoming more of a fitness person, overall wellness person was um, because she felt so low in college, like the trajectory that she had planned out for herself didn't end up becoming true. She was a cheerleader and she didn't make the team um, that she wanted to. And it kind of like set off the series of events in her life where like nothing was going right for her. And she started to go to the gym and noticed that it had helped her mental health a lot. And I think that her story is a really interesting one. And she seems like a really nice person. I'd love to hear her on the podcast. All right. I, we are adding uh, Whitney's name to our list now of <laughs> people we're going to go do some research, reach out to. Other thoughts on, on, on potential dream guests? Just looking through the, um, you know, who we've reached out to, a name that always pops up, you know, that, you know, as we have many interns that work on the podcast um, over the years, you know, a name that always pops up is Glennon Doyle. We've reached out to her so many times and we would love to have her um, on the show just from her, you know, her books and her own podcast, her story. She's incredibly inspiring and, you know, has such an amazing story. So definitely love to have her on. We've reached out (laughs) many times. Well, well this trying. is what this is the definition of manifesting, right? Where you kind yes, of put it out into the world, you say it out loud, and you put it out into the world, and you never know what will happen. So here we have said it right here on the show publicly. We would love to have Glennon on the show too. Well, thank you all for taking this time to talk with me about the show, to be on our hundredth episode. It just felt so fitting to have our team be the guests on our, uh, our 100th episode. And I appreciate that. I know, I know this isn't everybody on the team, but I am so grateful that um, we had some of you here able to share uh, your insights and, and, and ideas and stories with us. So thank you. And uh, here's to the next 100. Thank you for listening to She Speaks How She Does It. We hope that this episode inspired you in your own experience and path towards success. Be sure to like and subscribe to follow our series of conversations. We'd love to hear what you thought of this episode. So join the conversation at She Speaks Up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. You can also join She Speaks at SheSpeaks.com. Thanks for listening. We look forward to our next conversation. Thank you for listening. If you're an influencer or a brand that wants to work with us, please feel free to email us at info at Until next time.